And now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers Radio USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the, the Derriers. We're driving up and down the highway, highways and byways of America just looking for songs. Oh, yeah. And there's and a lot of them out there's there. There's a bunch Tons. of them. They're, they're everywhere. Yeah, if we had a front loader, we could pick them up with those, I think. <laughs> You'd probably be more efficient that way. Right, right. Well, you know, people ask us, they say... Derriers, exactly what is Americana music? Well, and that's a pretty good question, and it's a pretty broad question. Right. There's, it, a, there's a lot of uh, uh, definitions out there. We and, have one of our own. And we though. have one. Yes, we are. And our definition is it's music with distinctive Indeed, American, American roots. roots. That's yeah. correct. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of rules, but that's one, and we have to stick with it. Well, and it's a big palette. I mean, you get within that definition, yeah. right? We got rock and roll. We got blues. We got soul. Bluegrass. Classical. Um, maybe Boogaloo? Uh, Boogaloo? I always love it when you say Boogaloo. <laughs> Boogaloo. We got jazz. Uh, we got opera. Country. It's, uh, Tejano. It's, uh, Tejano, yeah. which we featured. We have done We that. have featured. So yes. It's, it's got all over the place. You get the idea. And the format of the show is that we show up, each of us, each week with a virtual fistful of tunes that we have not yet disclosed to the other guy. That's correct. And we parse them out one at a time, and we take turns starting the show. And I started last week, Leo, so you are up. Thank you for... Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. I feel yeah. so honored. All right. Uh, William Hall Macy Jr. That's a name. That's a big name. He was born March 13th in 1950, uh, 1950 actually. And uh, we're talking about Bill Macy. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, uh, he's been, um, he's described himself as a sort of middle American waspy Lutheran kind of a guy. <laughs> I'm going, wow, wow, this sounds so familiar. <laughs> wow. But uh, White bread much? White bread. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> well, a lot of people might best know him for his uh, performance in uh, Fargo. Oh, sure. All right. Like from two, 2011 to 2021, he has played Frank Gallagher, a main character in the Showtime adaptation of the British television series called Shameless. Right? Okay. So he's been out there a lot. Now, here's, here's what we didn't know about, about William Macy. He is an ukulele freak. Oh, really? He just loves the ukulele. Uh-huh. And so uh, he, he, he has, a, anytime he says, I have up to eight of them just laying around my office and my house, and, you know, and if I have a couple of minutes, I'll pick it up and play it, whatever. Well, he's got, gotten in to be the spokesman. He has an alter ego, uh, and, his, and his alter ego's name is Willie Weeks. <laughs> okay. So, so he's got involved with this distillery, right, and this whiskey that they make and everything else. And he's got these funny little 15 and 20 second things on the internet. Just little, you know, Willieisms, you know. Willie Weeks whiskey. Huh? Willie Weeks whiskey. Well, it's not called that, but it's close. It's close. <laughs> but he is a, he's he's always been a hobbyist and everything with this. But then he's gotten a little bit serious now. And uh, one thing he says about the ukulele, he says it doesn't interfere; it just calms everything down. <laughs> 
pretty good. <laughs> Which has got to be one of the best quotes ever. Yeah. So anyway, he, he did the song, and it's really cool. I found the video on YouTube as well. Uh, but this uh, the song is called, it's from 2019, and it's called Whiskey Dell. About a place called Whiskey Dell Sometimes I think it's a slice of heaven Sometimes it's hard to tell When I was 12 years old, I got a fishing pole My dad gave it to me right out of the blue He loaded our tackle and bait and drove us out to the lake And by watching him, I learned what I should do My dad never talked, I mean not a freaking word Caught a nine-pound trout, he mumbled, not bad Fished all day, I never did say It was the best day I ever had Sometimes it seems wrong to do something right Like it's been too long, the time's not right Put your ass on the line, strum a good song Cause nothing worth doing is worth doing wrong Come on, let me tell you a story About a spirit that shines so bright A man who said it's worth doing it all And by God it's worth doing right my dad and his brother made straight rye whiskey in a still behind our house in Colorado. It was like a spaceship, steel and glass and copper pipes, but for some reason I never wanted to go. Dad passed last month and when we went through the house, we found a trap door to a room full of whiskey. Cases and cases and in my dad's shaky hand, we found a post-it note that said, drink me. Sometimes it seems right to do something wrong But the devil knows when we're weak or strong Something my daddy knew all along Nothing worth doing is worth doing wrong Come on, let me tell you a story About a place called Whiskey Dell Now I think it's a slice of heaven Back then it was hard to tell Come on, let me tell you a story About a place called Whiskey Dell I don't know whether we should call him, you know, William Macy or, you know, what? Mr. Macy. Mr. Macy. You, to, uh, <laughs> Willie. I mean, really, this interesting guy. That's cool stuff. Yeah. It really. wasn't what I was expecting from your description. Well, so. you know who turned me on to this guy? Uh, no. Our friend Shannon. Oh, seriously? Yeah, down in Wichita. Well, thank you, Shannon. We That's appreciate awesome. it. Okay, let's see. I believe it's your turn. It is. Uh, I stumbled across a guy by the name of Paul Birch. Okay. Okay. Never heard of him before. It was one of my uh, infamous bike rides where I'm listening to stuff, and I come to a screeching halt and save it to a folder. Drive into a ditch. I've done that. Uh, but he is uh, an American musician, composer, and record producer, and he's based near the Nat- Natchez Trace. Mm-hmm. Okay? So um, he has been a collaborator for a lot of years with people it, they say across all styles and generations. Uh, Mark Knopfler, Waco Brothers, Billy Bragg, Candy Stanton, Lamb Chop, and Ralph Stanley. Okay. All right. And, Clear across the board there. And I tell you, uh, the more I dug into him, now, now uh, the, the, the tune that I ran across is, is the one I'm going to feature. But as I look back at he's done bluegrass 
uh, collaborations that are just solid bluegrass stuff. Uh, some of his newer stuff is kind of more rocked out. I mean, he's really done all kinds of different stuff. Wow. I was really taken, though, by this this tune, and it's from uh, an album uh, in 2003. First off, before I go to, into this, um, there's a, a music, music critic by the name of uh, Chet Fl- Flippo, okay? You mean that again, Chet Flippo? Chet Flippo, okay. F-L-I-P-P-O. Okay. He's a celebrated music uh, critic, apparently. That's what they say. But he says... At the risk of being impeached by the bluegrass purists, I think Birch is the best duet partner Ralph Stanley has found since his brother Carter Stanley died in 1966. Well, that's saying something. We will go back and revisit some of those um, uh, collaborations. Really cool stuff. But this one struck me. It's just kind of like early rock, um, uh, kind of like uh, Everly Brothers kind of sounding. And so I, I was drawn to it. It's a cool tune by Paul Birch. The album is Fool for Love from 2003, Sparks Fly Out.
from the Everly Brothers, yeah. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, I think I mentioned to you where we were listening, uh, also uh, Jimmy Gilmore. Yeah. That, kind of that kind of a vocal quality to it. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. He's an interesting dude, man. And I mean, um, just all spectrums. He's very talented. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. Well, Leo, I think it's back to you. Well, it is. And I, I got, um, you know, we got a big festival coming up in the fall that we've gone, gone to for a long time. Yeah, the Walnut Valley Festival. The Walnut Valley Festival. And I was reading about, uh, they were making some additions uh, to the lineup. And I was kind of looking at them, and there's this one gal that we're going to... I think we may get to meet her. Oh, cool. I would like to meet this person because she's pretty incredible. Her name is uh, Rachel. I think it's pronounced Bayman. B-A-I-M-A-N. And the song I'm going to play is gonna, it's called Jokes on Me from 2017. But anyway, she grew up in uh, Chicago, Illinois. And uh, her parents were pretty interesting. She describes her uh, father as being a radical economist, and her mother as a social worker. So, you know... She's wow. got these a lot of uh, you know uh, inherent uh, influences in her life, and uh, because of that, she has um, also joined a lot of organizations that are uh, serving you know the greater good. Oh, good. All right, but, but also uh, there was a again there was a, a, um, a video associated with this song that I watched, and again it's worth going. We may have to put the link to this. We could do that because the whole song is her singing while she's running you know on a treadmill. Oh, my. And she's trying to do everything, and she ends up just spilling stuff all over herself. <laughs> it's it's pretty funny to watch. But anyway, she's also, uh, I mentioned her, um, the organizations. That she's a co-founder of an organization called Folk Fights Back. And it's a musician-led national organization that puts together benefit concerts and awareness events in response, you know, to different political uh, influences that happen around everything. That's great. Anyway, uh, this uh, this album uh, was uh, nominated for Americana Album of the Year. Now, you can't get any more Americana than that. I guess not. And the Independent Music Awards. So uh, anyway, it's just a fun song, and I'm looking forward to, to meeting this gal and everything. So let's just listen to it. Or Rachel Bayman, Jokes on Me, from, I think, 2017.
fun that is fun stuff yeah. yeah yeah well we'll get that video up on our uh, website absolutely uh people can check that out too Looks you look like at fun. the time i think uh, oh yeah this might be a good time why don't we uh why don't we take a little break a little and uh, break yeah we yeah. gotta go clean up uh police the area tomorrow's, tomorrow's moving, moving day, day. Yep, yep. just like that we gotta go apologize to the neighbors again again uh-huh. and um uh, oh by the way grab that uh tire tester we gotta go check that left, left rear, rear inside, inside duel. duel it's just a problem yeah, tire but that's okay we're keeping it going we're keeping it going yeah uh, so absolutely. we'll do that and uh we'll be back here in just a few minutes on truckers, truckers radio, radio usa, USA. <laughs> we're back we are back and you know um Thanks again to uh, Brad Keselowski for that reminder to always check your tire pressure. Because we do. We got yeah. that left or inside dual. Yeah, it's a problem. It's a problem. Yeah. But we got that little tire tester and, 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 and we check it. That's right. Thanks for that advice. Yes. And, um, you know, I think we made up with the neighbors pretty well. It, well, uh, while we're thanking people, we should thank Dad. Well, because he always said when you have to apologize... Take, take a, a six-pack. Six right. Yeah. So that's good advice. That's worked out very well for <laughs> one us. One of the others. few things we learned, <laughs> or remembered, I should say. Remembered, that's right. Yeah. So we are broadcasting this week from the Shady Grove RV Park right here in San, San Bernardino, Bernardino, California. What a beautiful place Heck this yeah, is. yeah, man. I, I was here once years ago on business when I was still had a job and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, but it is a beautiful place. And I'll tell you what, if you get on Historic Route 66 and yeah, just baby. keep in that... This is where it ends. Yep. This yep. is this is where Route sixty six will take you eventually. Yeah, but it's it's uh, what they say about it, it's uh, it's located in the, what they call the Inland Empire region of Southern California, and it's a county seat of San Bernardino County. You know, mm-hmm. but just a beautiful place. I mean, they have the the Cal State University San Bernardino campus is here, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of people, beautiful people, go to college there. Yeah. Oh, that's, probably so. That's yeah. what I noticed anyway. Yeah. And it, I, I've noticed you've been working on your tan since we got I have. Here. I'm yeah. kind of trying to get my color all straightened out. <laughs> it's not working. <laughs> Thanks for noticing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is San Bernardino. It's just a beautiful town. And, and you know, we, we, again, one of those places I'll like to come back to sometime. Heck yeah. Lovely place. Well, you know, people ask us all the time. They say, Darius, uh, why is it that you uh, travel across this great country of ours in your RV and uh, do your show from all these shows? Shady Grove RV parks. Because we don't really have any other place to go. I mean, well, yeah, you know, our compadres on um, Truckers Radio USA have got these things called ranches. ranches yeah. And they do their shows from the comfort of their ranches. That's what I always have this vision of them sitting around there in their jammies. Probably in a recliner. In a recliner, a yeah. lazy boy or yeah, something a cup like of that. Coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's they, the way they, I But they've all, I mean, they've got these fancy ranches. And, yeah. And we respect And we've that. got this old RV. But you know what? What? Uh, we we actually kind of do have a ranch. We It took us a while to really come mm-hmm. to this realization. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. And, and we have an RV that That's has correct. a name. And it is... Ramblin' Ramblin' Rose. Our Rosie. Our Rosie. Yeah. And, you know, we uh, we we travel the range in Rosie, and uh, the, the nice thing about our ranch is... It, it has no fences. fences. Right. So we get wherever we want to go, that's where we go. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It really is. 
Well, let's see. I can't remember where we are on the show just now. I've been I having believe, so much fun talking about you know, know California and everything. I believe you uh, had the last song. That's correct. So it's your turn. Yeah. All right. So I discovered a guy by the name of Thomas Wayne Hancock III. Uh-huh. And he goes by Wayne Hancock. Okay. He was born in 1965 in Dallas, and they call him Wayne the Train Hancock. And... Uh, he he's he's got a really interesting sense, very country, but he incorporates jazz, big band, western swing, rockabilly, and it's all music that he listened to as a kid. He just can't make up his mind. Well, there were records in his parents' collection, okay, you know, so that's what he did. So at 18 years old, he won the Wrangler Country Showdown contest, <laughs> right? So in 1990, he moved to Austin, Texas, and in '94, he met. Um, Texas native Joe Ely. Oh. Right? A, a, a guy that we both respect right. very, very much. So Joe was a member of the Flatlanders, and he met him at the Continental Club in Austin. And shortly after that, uh, he landed a role in Terry Allen and Joe Harvey Allen's play Chippy. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Remember that? And yeah, we gotta look, yeah. We ought to feature that sometime. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. So Jimmy Dale Gilmore, the Flatlanders, originally played Hancock's character, Mr. Jukebox, yeah. in this thing. And his name just came up just last just, set. Yeah, yeah, last set, right? Well, yeah. And so, uh, so uh, Gilmore was unable to do the second run of the play, and Joe Ely brought Hancock in, uh-huh. and he said, this guy sounds just like Hank Williams. He'd be perfect. And so he joined the cast, and uh, he actually did the studio recording of the uh, song Thunderstorms and Neon Signs. So uh, he's just a, a lot of fun, got a lot of energy. And uh, we're going to listen to this song. There's a trombone solo in it, I'm just going to give uh-huh. you yeah. <laughs> a lot of great stuff in there. And it's from uh, the album 2000, or 2006, Tulsa. And the song is Going to Texas When I'm Through. One, two, one, two, three, four. When I'm through Gonna relax And sleep a week or two When I ain't out on the road It's my home away from home I'm going back To Texas when I'm through Well there's always something Going on in town You can honky tonk Till daylight comes around Well tonight I'll drive back to the Lone Star State
guy's voice yeah yeah that'll get you right down the road get you right down the road which is what we're doing that's right right here on truckers radio usa USA. well leo what do you got you remember a band called question mark and the mysterians yeah yeah i do (laughs) as a matter of fact you know i love those guys they were basically a one-hit wonder right but when i started getting uh looking back at them a little bit uh, there's an interesting backstory that goes along with this band but uh first of all the song came out in 1966 Okay, mm-hmm. and uh, these guys were from Saginaw, Michigan, and be, and they were pretty much active between 1962 and 1969. And much of the band's music consisted of this electric organ-driven garage band thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, and you remember they had a crazy keyboard that they used, and I want to talk about that in just a minute. It was called the Vox Continental. And uh, I wanted one really bad when I was uh-huh. in high school, but they were like, you know, $200. And oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't have $200. Just outrageous. It you was... could get that or a car. <laughs> you get that or a car. You get two cars. <laughs> <laughs> the ones we drove. <laughs> oh, but anyway. Anyway, they were, named, um, they were named after a 1957 Japanese science fiction film called The Mysterians. Oh, that's great. I got to tell you, Roger, <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> Oh, yeah? I, I did. I found it. Uh, you know, I, I was streaming it. This is one of the crazy, ridiculous movies ever wow. made. And uh, if you just want to lose in an afternoon for a while and just waste it for no good reason, watch this movie. Perfect. Yeah, anyway, the, uh, the other thing about this band is be, uh, they were um, one of the earliest groups whose musical style is described as punk. Oh, wow, just really? Think, yeah, just think about it. Now, the guy who was question mark, right, his, really, his real name was Rudy Martinez. And uh, he was basically knowing, known for his dancing ability. And he was suggested to the band after the fact. He wasn't one of the original members. He came in a little bit later. And that's when they changed their name to question mark and the Mysterians, right? Okay. But he, he t- till the day, I mean, he always said that he publicly stated that his soul has originated from Mars and that he once walked on Earth with the dinosaurs. Wow. You got to watch out. They got big that's, feet. Yeah. You don't want to get stepped on. That's exactly right. <laughs> but, but anyway, they came out with the 45, right? Yeah. Like so many people did. And uh, there was a song called Midnight Hour, which was supposed to be the A-side. Okay. Okay. But uh, there's uh, the, the question mark really went out and promoted his song, you know, because mm-hmm. he kind of figured out this little organ riff that he wanted to feature and everything. And uh, so it became a regional number one hit on Billboard Hot 100. Wow. All right. And that's how the song, it's just somebody pushed it into high gear. Anyway, it, it, the, it, it was on the uh, Billboard Hot 100 for a week, right? And guess what knocked it off the charts? I mean, I would, I couldn't. Last train to Clarksville by the Monkees. Oh, really? Yeah. But, oh, wow. Well, there's a little history, but it sold over one million copies and everything. But now I'm going to go back to this Vox Continental. Yeah. I, I think we ought to post a picture of this thing. Um, it was a uh, transistorized combo uh, combo organ, and it was manufactured between 1962 and 1971 by the British musical equipment manufacturer called Vox. When they, Vox was 
but big yeah. manufacturer of different kinds of equipment. Oh, sure. Amps but, and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, it, it, the thing about it was it was very transportable. You know, an organ that could really, you know, you could put it on the ride, uh, on the road and get up to it. But I liked it because when I saw a picture of it, it had the distinctive reverse colored keys. So oh, yeah. The, the black ones were white and the white ones uh-huh. were black. I, uh-huh. I just wanted one so bad. <laughs> oh, well, anyway. In, in, in this also, uh, we talk about organs and everything. It makes you also think about mom. Uh-huh. Because she played in those polka bands, and she had a, a little Baldwin Orgasonic right. that they used to howl around. Yeah, so I anyway, wouldn't call it little, but... Uh, no, no. I mean, it was transportable, but... Sort of, if you yeah. had four guys. Four guys. In a, in and a, a Rambler Nash station wagon. 1969, <laughs> 63 Rat Nash Rambler. Uh, yeah, sort of portable. Okay. Well, anyway, this song is great. Let's just give it a listen. And you just, you know, come ahead and bop along with it. From 1966, this is 96 Tears. Cruising Main Street in La Crosse, Kansas. Yeah, man. I mean, cla- just classic riff. It's a classic, yeah. man. 
<clears throat> that was fun. All right, let's see. It's back to you, I believe. James Russell Lauderdale. Yeah. Who goes by Jim Lauderdale, of course. Uh-huh. He was born in 1957, so he's a contemporary, sort of. Yeah. Um, so since 1986, he's released 31 studio albums, including collaborations with artists such as Dr. Ralph Stanley, Buddy Miller, Donna the Buffalo, and his songs have been recorded by people like George Strait, Gary Allen, Elvis Costello, Blake Sheldon, the Dixie Chicks, Vince Gill, Patty Loveless. Okay. Yeah, I'm familiar with this okay. guy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, he grew up in Due West, South Carolina. Okay, I didn't know that. So there's another town. They go, well, where's this little town? They go, well, it's just Due, Due West, West up here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great name. <laughs> so uh, his, his parents were singers, and um, but he he has cited the influence of Ralph Stanley at, at mm-hmm. Bluegrass. Right. I think you're going to be surprised, though, by the time we get this done. Um, after he graduated from college, he lived in Nashville, and uh, that was in 79, while he tried to get a recording or publishing deal, and he hung out a lot with Roland White. Oh, okay. okay? Yeah. And uh, he cut a record with him, but things didn't take off, so he moved to New York. And so, one thing and another, he's, he's moved around a lot. He did, um, he, his first collaboration with Ralph Stanley was nominated for Grammy. Just like that. Yeah. Just okay. like that. Well, it's Ralph Stanley, too. Right, right, you there, know? There's that. But um, in, in August 3rd of 2018, he released um, uh, an album called Jim Lauderdale and Roland White. They, 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 it had gotten lost. They recorded this album in uh, 1979 in Earl Scruggs' basement. <laughs> okay. That's perfect. And the songs were only found recently by uh, Roland White's wife. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But we're not going to listen to that today. Yeah, thanks it a lot. Is, well, it is really cool, but I had already made a decision before I discovered okay. that. And, and I would love to do it, but um, but I'm going to do... It's an, it's a newer album. I believe it's 2018. And it's just... Uh, man, it's got a groove. It's kind of outlaw country-ish, a little bit J.J. Kale-ish. And you mm. can give it a listen and tell me what you think. Okay. Just a great groove. It's a, it's a neat sound to me. Uh, the album's called Time Flies, Jim Lauderdale, and this song is called Wearing Out Your Cool. No mistake about it, we're not Trying to put you down Offering suggestions Bring you back around Should somebody spell it out Take you back to school Giving you a heads up Wearing out your cool Waltzing in, you work the room, giving us your lip. But by the afternoon, something else will be more hip. Muddied up the welcome mat, rolled out by your crew. Wearing out your cool, wearing out your cool. Your cool 
sake of argument and itch you've got to scratch Your eggs are in one basket before the roosters hatch You don't see a tiger trying to break into the zoo Wearing out your cool Wearing out your cool Got that classical, you know, driving beat there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, that's really cool. That is really nice. Oh, cool. Well, Leo, what do you got? Well, my 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 friend Sarah, mm-hmm. who is, you know, she's she she's just around all the time. You know, she is. She yeah. is. You know, and uh, she told me about an artist that I ought to consider putting on this show. And this guy's name is Jeffrey Frederick, and oh. uh, it's a song called "Walk Across Kansas." Oh, wow. Which I can't suggest. Unless you've got a lot of time to kill. Yeah, that's a good point. And, and, you, and you don't get bored easily. No, no. Well, it's pretty flat, but, you know, it, it has its own particular beauty. That's true. Uh, but this, this guy, he was, a, he was a songwriter, a guitarist, a performer, specializing in good time Americana music. What they call kind of an idiosyncratic uh, blend of folk and country and rock and roll. And uh, he was a largely uncredited predecessor of today's alternative country music genre. Oh, yeah. We always look for your you know, excuses to be word. I thought it was pronounced Gina. Gina. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That's the Kansas coming out of you right there. But he was also a notorious prankster, and he just liked a, he liked a good joke. Uh, but has, uh, he was actually born in Wilmington, Delaware. I think 1950, I may have mentioned that, mm-hmm. uh, in, in rural Vermont. But he went, um, he, he was kind of straight-laced. His family was like really religious and okay. really conservatives were straight. So he went so far as to become an Eagle Scout, right? Heck yeah. He made it by go. the time he was 14. Oh, man. And yeah. You know, that's that's the <clears throat> going some, right? That's that's a hard-driving kid right that's there. That's a hard-driving kid. And yeah. then he, he, said he quit to start his first band called the Renegades. <laughs> oh, like, wow. He just got it busted out. You, uh, know, you know, they say that uh, I worked with scouts uh-huh. for some time, and... Uh, and they need to get that eagle early before the fumes kick in. <laughs> that's a, way, a good way and, to put it. Well, and that's uh, perfume and gas fumes. Uh. Yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, they did that right. I tell you what, a, a lot of them barely make it to their 18th birthday. It, it, they get it just in the nick of time. Anyway, go ahead. Anyway, I well, he kicked it in high gear and he got it all done, you know. And uh, it, so he went on to write a lot of crazy music and everything, and it was uh, praised by people like Willie Nelson, Eric Clapton, uh, Dan Hicks. Wow, was a big fan of his music and everything. Uh, but he, you know, it was just too conservative. He had to get it out. He had to get out of Vermont. Oh uh, yeah. So he had to get away. So anyway, uh, he, he formed a band later on, and, and the uh, original Clam Tones band. He started <laughs> all the Clam Tones in the Vermont, and then uh, they, they kind of and he hooked up with a guy named. Michael Hurley, we featured him on this program yes, we before. Have. Okay, yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, anyway, the, he had this great band going. The, so uh, in 1976, the band took off on a 9,000 mile bicentennial tour of the perimeter of the United States. <laughs> 
That's a goal. Let's just go. Now, this is one of my favorite parts. Uh, during this tour, he was arrested in Texas for performing in a dress. <laughs> And the band, the band was asked, escorted out of Alabama uh, by the state police for singing an irreligious gospel tune, Let Me Down. I got to tell you something. I listened to that song, and I can see why they threw him out of Alabama. <laughs> so there's, a, there's just a lot of great stuff to, to you know, choose from with this guy. But anyway, uh, his, he passed away, unfortunately, at a young age. Uh, he suffered a hand injury at one point, and the treatment that he received for that eventually uh, compromised his liver. Ah. And he ended up dying of liver, uh, liver disease at a, at a young age. But his wife said to Jeffrey, it wasn't a successful show unless he made him dance. And he always had us dancing. So this is, this is a great tune for this guy. Uh, so this is a Jeffrey Frederick. It's called Walk, Walk Across Kansas. Walk across Kansas into New York I'm in the climb of Colorado Mountains in the fall. Oh, 
cool. That's pretty fun stuff. Yeah, that's a fun stuff. So thanks, well, Sarah, great. for turning me on to that. Yeah, that's great. Hey, you know, we're running a little long on this set. That's, yeah, we need to get out of here and uh, kind of finish stuff up and get ready for our... Our trip tomorrow. Our trip tomorrow. We yeah. always got someplace else to go. That's true. That's true. And we'll know soon enough where soon, that is. Soon enough. Yeah. Well, we'll be back here pretty quick right here on Truckers Radio USA. Look out. We're backing up. Yeah. Of course, that's what we do. That's what we, we back up. We are the Derriers. The Derriers. That's yeah. what we do, yeah. Well, we like to use this part of the show to um, implore people to go to our website. <laughs> Maybe even like, you know. We beg. Could beg. We could beg a little yeah, bit. That's yeah, that's a fancier word. Right. Um, and uh, go to our websites. Um, the one for this show is thederrieres.com. If you go to derrieres.com. Yeah, don't do that's that. That's not on us. Yeah, it's on you. It's on you. Uh, go to thederrieres.com. And, uh, of course, we have one for our, our band as well. That one is called threetrailswest.com with the number three. Right. Right. And uh, uh, if you go to the, either of those websites, you will find a lot of Content. content, yes, it's and true. And we're sure if you watch it, you will be contented. contented. But there's so much of it that yeah. you could become confused, confused, in which case you should contact, contact us, us, and we'll get it all straightened out for yeah. you. Yeah, and right. to do that, there are contact us tabs on both websites, or you can go right to our uh, uh, email addresses. That's mine true. is roger, no D, at thederriers.com. And mine is leo, also no D, at thederriers.com. And if you go to um, the Derriere's website and go to the Americana Roadshow tab, you will find uh, a link to any of our past episodes. You can download them and listen to them at your leisure. In your leisure suit. In your you leisure one. suit. You'd be very funky if you, you did that. <laughs> you would. Yeah, we this, should have a special disco edition here. <laughs> this is episode 49. So Man, you got they're stacking up. The, yeah. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, go, go nowheres without, without the Derriere's. That's good advice, Mike. Thank Thanks, you. Mike. Well, listen, I think it's uh, back on you at this point. It is. Um, and uh, this is a guy that uh, I can't believe we haven't featured yet, but we haven't. Louis Daniel Armstrong. Louis. Louis yeah. Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satchmo, Satch, Pops, you know, yeah. or uh-huh. names for him. Um, he spanned five decades in jazz and, and a lot of changes during that time, of course. Um, but this is interesting. I didn't know this. From the age of seven, he lived with the Karnofskys, a family of Lithuanian Jews. No kidding. Yeah. And his first musical performance, they say, may have been at the side of the Karnofskys' junk wagon. To distinguish them from other hawkers, he tried playing a tin horn to attract customers. <laughs> well, Did that, man? Well, no, Got to make a re- difference, right? That's right. So Morris Karnofsky, boy, I'm, that's the last time I'm going to say Karnofsky. You're well, going to say Karnofsky now again? No, I'm no, done. Okay. Uh, he gave him an advance toward the purchase of a cornet from a pawn shop. Wow. That's what started it. He was fluent in Yiddish. And he wore, uh, Armstrong wore a Star of David until the end of his life in memory of the family who'd raised him. Wow, how cool is that, yeah, man? That so, you know, he played in brass bands, riverboats in New Orleans. Uh, he moved to Chicago um, in uh, 1922 at the invitation of King, Ar- uh, King Oliver. Another big name. King Oliver's Creole jazz yeah. band. And with that job, he made enough money to quit all of his other day really? jobs. Really? <laughs> yeah, his multiple day jobs. So uh, in 1924, two years later, uh, they parted um, amicably, and he got an invitation to go to New York City to play with the Fletcher Henderson Orchestra. Wow. And he stayed with them for some time. So uh, anyway, a lot of great information on him. This is a tune. Yeah, I'm curious because there's so many great tunes. There's a million of them, but this one is on my playlist, and I got to tell you, every time it comes on, 
I just smile and I, I feel like dancing. It's so much fun. Louis Armstrong, swing that music. Such a thrill, my feet won't keep still when they swing that music. Rhythm like that puts me in a trance. Oh, you can't blame me for wanting to dance. From what I understand, it must be just grand to play in a band. When they swing that music, I'm just happy as can be when they swing that music for me. Not, we're not having any fun at all. Oh, man. Hey, I'm sorry about uh, dancing around the camper. That uh, I just can't. The help neighbors it. will talk. Well, I know it's kind of rocking a little bit. Uh, so. uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> this Druid is rocking. No, yeah. Way. yeah, I got that one. Well, Leo, I don't know, man. It's back to you, man. I, I, I've kept this particular artist in my back pocket for a while, just kind of waiting for the right time to put her on. Um, her full name is Nancy Caroline Griffith. Oh, Nancy Griffith. Nancy Griffith, yeah. yeah. Uh, she was born in, uh, in, in July of 1953. And, she, and for those who don't know her, which I can't believe that anybody has not heard Nancy's music, but she's an American singer, guitarist, and songwriter. Uh, she was born in Texas and raised in Austin. 
And I think now she's living in Nashville, like most, you know, yeah, people that have it. But anyway, um, she she's never been what you call a huge breakthrough artist, that just like a big smash hit person. Right. But she's just been out there constantly. She's been solid, just solid there always. Yeah. And she's extremely prolific. She did a lot of stuff with the Austin City Limits, um, the big program. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm addicted to that program. Right. Uh, starting in 1985, and she paired um, uh, with people like. Um, John Prine. Yeah. All right. Uh, she plur- uh, she performed at the Bluebird Cafe in Nashville a lot uh, with uh, Buddy uh, Mondock, I think is his name, Robert Keen, you know, Barry uh, Bird Burton and people like that. But she went into a, 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 um, a period of severe writer's block, hmm. which is her main thing. You know, she yeah, writes right. great music. Uh, and her... her uh, She's toured so much with like Buddy Holly's band, the Crickets, of course, John Prine, Iris Dement, local Kansas City girl. You bet. Susie Boggus, Judy Collins, you know. But she just got she just got into a, a writer's block. She could not write anything for a while. Uh, but after nine, after two thousand four, um, it was like five years, and then two thousand nine, she came out with her um, album called The Loving Kind. And uh, which uh, contained nine selections that she had written and composed either entirely on her by herself or as Clavis took a breakthrough finally. Nice. Okay, so uh, so John Prine, as you know, we've featured him on this program before, but she worked uh, so much with John, and uh, some of the, my favorite songs that she has done are, are with him, and that's what I'm going to do is re- feature a song uh, from. It's called uh, "Speed of the Sound of Loneliness." So this is Nancy Griffith and John Prime. You come home late and you come home early You come home big when you're feeling small Come home straight and you come home curly Sometimes you don't come home at all So what in the world's come over you? And what in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness They're running just to be on the run well, I got a heart that burns with a fever And I got a worried and a jealous mind well, How can a love that'll last forever I get left so far behind What in the world's come over you? What in heaven's name have you done? You've broken the speed of the sound of loneliness. You're out there running just to be on the run. I, 
I've always loved this the song. Yeah, that's real nice, Leo. I like it. And uh, you might notice that they're not singing harmony. Yeah, I noticed that. It's this unison. unison parts. It's kind of a, yeah, you don't yeah, hear very often. Cool effect. Oh, look at the time. Hey, boy, we're out of time. We've been having too much fun. Yeah. Um, okay, well, we got to figure out where we're going next week. That's right. Um, Whose turn is it to do what? Uh, you throw the dart. I'll, I'll get the, the map. Get okay, the map out. Okay, back here. Oh, we had all this stuff. Uh, I got it, got it, got okay, it. Okay, all right. Hey, let me put it up. Oh, man, it's flimsy. There's two uh, spoon drawers. It? Okay, I got the map up. That's good. Uh, second on. spoon drawer. Oh, second, second spoon drawer. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Got, got it. Got here. the dart? I got it. I got okay. it. All right, all right. Okay, get over in the circle. I'm in the circle. You ready? Yeah. One, One two, two, three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh, okay, oh. we went uh, east and south, Tennessee. Tennessee. Castallion Springs, Tennessee. Never heard of it. I haven't either, but there's a Shady Grove RV park there, okay, so that's well, where we're going. That's where we're going, all right. Okay, well, um, all right, well, we'll get packed up and get out of here tomorrow, but um, until then, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio USA. USA. And look out behind you, it's, it's the, the Dairy Airs. <laughs>